I don't know about you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. It is the Texas State Patrol telling anyone who will listen that they are intercepting a massive number of Chinese men traveling in groups across the southern border. The Texas State Patrol has the documents to show it. They have the information. They have the captures. They also have lots of evidence about the gotaways. A massive number of Chinese men are traveling in groups across the southern border, sometimes with people from other nations, but mostly alone, coming into this country, trying to get here illegally. It should be a massive red flag with the revelation from ProPublica that the Mexican president is in the pocket of the Sinola drug cartel and the revelation from the Brookings Institute that that cartel is in the pocket of the communist Chinese state. There's a war at our southern border, the Chinese and the Mexicans collaborating together against the American interest. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so sad. Um, And it's, um, I mean, the word concerning doesn't do much. Um, It's beyond that. We're being invaded. We're being invaded. And and here's the deal. I have actually, I know a person going down boots on the ground and checking all that out and making, you know, seeing if that's really what's happening. and, And he'll come on the show and talk about that. Um. I'm curious. I'm curious to see um, what the what the um, Texas uh, Texas uh, state uh, has to say about this. So we'll see. I think um, we have the wonderful Chris Ann Hall, Uncle Milty, because hey. it's Thursday, and this yeah. is when she comes on. Hi, Chris Ann Hall. How are you? Hey. My hey. apologies to you and Uncle Milty and the oh, audience. You're fine. You know, I I have. Uh, uh, at, like everybody, I have a busy life, so oh, yeah. yeah. in a meeting. A so here I am. Oh, yeah. you're good. You're good. You're good. Excuses, yeah, we're good. Excuses. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Milty, excuses. <laughs> no, we're great. Um, look, I got to talk to you about the Supreme Court today because I just could not <laughs> believe some of the statements, the things that were said. It was, um, it was amazing. Uh, you want do you just some of their arguments? Do you want to talk about this? With the well, Supreme I think, Court, uh, I, I could give you like the sixty thousand foot view uh-huh. of what what my takeaways are. Okay, mm-hmm. um, regardless of who the justice was or mm-hmm. how, or, let me put it this way: regardless of how you would classify a justice, right? Right. Um, they all seemed very focused on a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one: what are the co- long term consequences? Mm-hmm. of us taking the state side with long-term consequences mm-hmm. of us taking the Trump side, right? Right. And what are really, what I heard was a real concern amongst all the judges mm-hmm. about the states creating an election chaos by having this ability to arbitrarily mm-hmm 
disqualify someone, right, right? Right. There were a couple of justices that got it. I mean, Neil Gorsuch always gets it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. This is you're talking about Article Two establishes qualifications for a president. Sure, got to be 35 years old, got to be a natural born citizen, has to have lived in the United States 14 years prior mm-hmm. to running, mm-hmm, right? Right. Those are qualifications. The argument about keeping Trump off the ballot. Is an art is in a Fourteenth Amendment, Fourteenth uh, mm-hmm. Amendment Section Three argument of a disqualification, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So the disqualification is contingent upon whether you are have participated in engaged mm-hmm. in insurrection, right? Mm-hmm. That's the disqualification. Mm-hmm. The qualification of you got to be thirty five years old. You have to be a natural-born citizen, and you have to be, have lived in the United States 14 years. You mm-hmm. have to understand, they all rely on proof. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. If you want to be president, you have to prove that you are 35 years old. And there are standards to that. Birth certificate, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, have you lived in the United States 14 years? Well, proof. you have to prove that. Mm-hmm. Here's the residency that I have for 14 years. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more esoteric. Are you a natural born citizen? Because of all the confusion, it wasn't a confusing subject for our founders, by the way. Right. We've injected it was that for confusion. Obama. It was for Obama. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah. not for our founders. Mm-hmm. And we've injected that confusion. Ah. So you see the confusion uh, comes when you don't have a real standard. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. These states want to take the uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3, engage in insurrection and have no proof. Right. Just face value. Just throw it up there. They just mm-hmm. want to make an accusation. Good point. An accusation that would be arbitrary mm-hmm. and have different standards of proof from state to state to state. And mm-hmm. no due process. Yeah. It's really a system of guilty until proven innocent because the state takes you off the ballot mm-hmm. because you've engaged in insurrection. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to now prove you didn't. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. Which is not American due process. And my disappointment in the whole thing is this. Right. So mm-hmm. I was ex- I was very happy to see that the justices were getting the confusion that would come through, because I, in reality, that matches what our founders looked at, too, mm-hmm. when creating a national standard for things. Right. Now, you guys know, and Uncle Milty knows, I'm a states' right gal. Yes. Right? Yes. But uh, you'll have, well, Colorado and this new thing with Hawaii is coming up uh, mm-hmm. as well, Hawaii Supreme Court, all the things, well, this is a states' right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not. It's not a states' right thing. Because remember, the Tenth Amendment says the powers not delegated to the United States are reserved to the states. So we actually did delegate mm-hmm. uh, to Congress under the 14th Amendment the authority to uh, enforce mm-hmm. Section 3. So um, 14th Amendment Section 5 says Congress has the authority to enforce Section 3, and therefore it's not a state issue. It's a congressional issue. Yep. And Congress yeah. did create the law mm-hmm. to enforce Section 3 because Congress created the law mm-hmm. that makes insurrection a crime. Which means once you allege in- insurrection and once you claim 14th Amendment, Article 3, or Section 3, mm-hmm. you now have 
accused someone of a crime, which means all the protections in the Bill of Rights, all due process protections are now invoked. Mm-hmm. And that person is innocent until proven guilty with a right to a trial, a speedy and public trial, with a right to be silent, the right to confront witnesses, the right to know the charges before the right. You know, all these rights that are embodied in the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th Amendments, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So this is the problem, and this is my disappointment with the Trump attorneys. And I don't say this very lightly because I understand that saying this makes me sound arrogant. Oh, you're smarter than the Trump attorney. Well, well, I have know. a feeling you are, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So they, they completely blew off the whole due process thing, such, so much so that the justices kind of rebuked them. Why aren't really? you talking about this? I oh, well, that. it's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys, this is one of the most important aspects of this. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose Trump attorney and the judges side with the state, there will be election chaos moving forward forever. Mm-hmm. Because you will now have established that a state secretary of elections, mm-hmm. right, one person can now remove someone from a ballot based on an empty right. allegation. Right. And the terms of due process based on a secretary of elections taking somebody off the ballot is different in every state. And if you listened to the arguments, you mm-hmm. also learned there are some states where there is no due process. Mm. Once you're removed from the ballot, that's the yeah. other ballot. Mm. You're, you're done. You have no, you have no appeal. Right. You're done. Right. Now, mm. here's, here's the other thing, Kate, that and that may be calculus level, mm-hmm, right? That mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't, I don't gather people will, will jump into this okay. too much. Uh-huh. But the reality is this. Why are state secretaries of election having any authority over what the political parties do in their primaries? Ooh. Why is you the see, state a primary is mm-hmm. where a private corporation, the mm-hmm. Republican Party, or mm-hmm. the private corporation, the Democrats, or the private corporation, the Libertarians, mm-hmm. choose who will represent them in the uh, general election. The right. general election is really the civic function. The primary is not. The primary is a, is a corporate function. So in reality, if we're going to tr- be true about this, which will never be broached, in this day and age, or at least at the level that we're in, because mm-hmm. there's so much money made off of primaries and the illusion that they're public actually makes people want to pay for them with tax dollars. Right. You right. know, it'd be like us paying for Coca-Cola to elect a new CEO. Right. People be like, I'm not paying for that. Well, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're paying for the Republican Party to choose who represents the Republican Party in the, demo, in, in the general election. Mm-hmm. So in reality, the only authority that a secretary of election would have is over the placement of people on the general ballot. Interesting. Milty? Do you think that if the the court said Mm -hmm. that the states had this authority, do you think their next move would then be to, to try to just remove candidates 
from the general election. That's what ballot. Roberts was saying. He was saying that, you know, right states mm-hmm. would remove Democrats. You have about 45 seconds to answer that. Oh, well, I mean, and you're right. The, the justices uh-huh. saw that. It would be mm-hmm. chaos. It would mm-hmm. be absolute chaos. Even yep. Gorsuch mentioned that there's states that are, are threatening to retaliate. And the, the state's uh, answer was, well, we don't need to pay attention to that yet. Yeah. But I like your I like what you're saying, though, about the secretary of the states, you know, making this their issue and doing something when they don't really have a right to do that anyway. Well, and of all the crime that the Democrats do about disenfranchising Mm -hmm. the voter, wouldn't this be like the ultimate disenfranchise? Yes, Yes, it would. One person decides who gets to run for president. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris Ann Hall. LibertyFirstSociety.com. Go help her out. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was great. A lot of food for thought, and I always love it when she comes on the show because um, it's always something to think about. She brought up some fantastic points, fantastic points that you're not going to hear on mainstream. I feel like I say that every day, what you're not hearing on mainstream today. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Hey, everybody. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink. Iran increasing its aggression in the news today. There's a lot of global instability as we ourselves are sort of plunging into this election season. And have you sheltered your savings investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify into uh, an IRA or 401k into gold. So get that backed up into gold with gold, uh, with Birch Gold Group. They are incredible at what they do. I really love these guys. I love the information. All you have to do is text 989898 and text my name, Kate. How easy is that? And they'll give you some free information and then you can pursue that and do it at no cost. I don't know of anything better. (laughs) So uh, please, uh, if you're worried about the financial instability coming, you probably should be a little worried about it. It is on the heels of of it being implemented right now. Please go and do this. Text 989898. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold right now. Thanks, you guys. Put in the code Kate. Put in my name, Kate, when you text 989898. Thanks. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hey, Dally Show. How are you doing? Um, that was great. I was glad she yeah. was able to call in. I know she got stuck. So I'm so appreciative of her because she brought up points that aren't going to be brought up. One thing, we're going to talk about that. Um, one thing I do want to mention, um, and by the way, today is the Peter Dr. Peter McCullough interview. You need to hear. Um, but when you look back in history, right, the U.S. dollar replaced the British pound sterling as the global reserve note in 1944, okay? And the pound sterling uh, ruled supreme for some 200 years, then spiraled in value after the U.K. bankrupted itself, fighting both world wars, okay? And we got this currency. And so, do you think that could happen again? <laughs> That's my no, big that question. was a once in a universal existence. Oh, thing. I just want to shake everybody. 
please text Birch Gold 989898 and get some good sound advice on what to do. And it doesn't matter if you think you don't have any money, if you don't have anything going for you, do it anyway. Because I promise you, you're probably looking at your situation as bleak, but it might not be. And you want to make sure and secure at least what you have with gold and figure out how you should be, maybe what, what portion of money you should spend, even with your small budget, on gold and silver and on different things that you can do right now. Give them, please text them. Please text them. 989898 and then text my name, Kate. Okay? Yeah. Really urging people to do this. We're going to lose it again. We're going to, I mean, not again, but we're going to lose it. So I do, I do yeah. it by mm-hmm. figuring out how many $16 hamburgers it takes to buy an ounce of gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's all done with food, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, let's talk about the. I, I love that she brought up these points. Do y'all find it kind of amazing that Trump's attorneys did not bring up the elephant in the room, the biggest piece of evidence, and that was, or the biggest piece in this case, is the lack of due process? To just hurl an accusation at somebody and use that? Does anybody find that the the, the smallest bit alarming, that his lawyers would do that? I I think... I'm being facetious. Yeah. I think that the reason that that was so subdued in in this mm-hmm, hearing mm-hmm. before the court was because they they won based on other criteria anyway. And if they start talking about due process, the American people may start realizing how often we don't receive yeah. due process. Yeah, they don't want anyone going there. Yeah, they that's a mm-hmm. taboo subject. Mm-hmm. We face issues daily in this country where we are not given due process. We're taken right. advantage of right. because of our inability to hire a good attorney, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Right. We lose due process all the time now. Yeah. Um, then this isn't the first time that Trump's attorneys have done something like this. And he's had different attorneys and one was a model. It just his attorney picks are interesting. They're interesting. And I've, I've seen this happen over and over again, that the attorney picks and it's kind of like, how do they get hooked up with these people? I don't know, but there's something wrong in the way that the attorneys are, are, are picked, I think for or maybe some agenda going on? Well, a lot of people would think that because of Trump's wealth, he mm-hmm. might un, he might know mm-hmm. good attorneys. Sure. But he knows good business attorneys. Yeah, yeah. He knows good tax attorneys. But does he know good constitutional attorneys? He doesn't attorneys? know good constitutional attorneys, yeah. exactly. And uh, and it's a, it's a visible problem here. Yeah. Because this was so easy to project out there oh wait a second no due process you can't hurl some you can't just say something about somebody that's not how we do business here or not how we're supposed to we the peasants get this but yeah it's not supposed to be that way so i think with this um i just give a little thought to that give a little thought to that i think there might be kind of a a deeper rabbit hole behind that and I'm always looking as objectively as I can to the whole situation all the time. Like I'm really trying to take my emotion out of it, what I like, what I don't like, and just look at it objectively. And it's hard to do. It really is. It's hard to do because we are shaped by the propaganda more so than we think, even if you're the most awake person on the planet. 
but um, something is definitely wrong here um, because how do you miss the biggest points? It's kind of like, you know, somebody wants to do something and, you know, and, and the feds get hired to do it. And you think, well, how did would this person, you know, not know or people in, involved in government um, get assigned to do something? And, and I just think that we need to look, look outside the box a little bit here, um, especially with this. But I love Chris Ann Hall's comments, and I also love the fact that she said, why are they even involved anyway? It makes zero sense, yep. right? Hey. Love it. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly. You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ. The FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. Um, At the bottom of katedallyradio.com where the sponsors are. You can also go to activate FIQ, activate the word F as in Frank, IQ.com and put in the code Kate and it'll help the show. You'll get your savings and you'll get tremendous products. Cod liver oil is amazing. And so is the whole vitamin C. Order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate. And also I take magnesium. I take both every single day. You'll love me for this. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. Um... I just want you guys to know that um, South Dakota, there's a bill. <laughs> it's for all those people that say that uh, that people are crazy if they say there's weather engineering. Uh, this was uh, January 31st, SB 215 introduced in South Dakota to prohibit weather engineering. Why would you need to prohibit <laughs> weather engineering if engineering wasn't true? You wouldn't. Let me think about that. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, the act is proposed to prohibit the intentional release of polluting emissions into the atmosphere by cloud seeding, weather modification, excessive electromagnetic radio frequency, frequency, I can't talk, and microwave radiation and providing enforcement and penalties for violations. South Dakota is the third USA state this year. Uh, after New Hampshire and Rhode Island to introduce legislation related to the governance of geoengineering. I know, but you know, it's not true, right? Yeah, okay. Um, We've known for a long time because we have treaties with other countries and so forth. So I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought that was interesting. (laughs) Nonetheless. uh, On on the bill itself, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. description of the bill Uh is... Senate Agriculture Mm -hmm. and Natural Resources Agenda. Mm -hmm. Now, the fact that they include agriculture kind of bothers me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agriculture means food. Mm -hmm. 
cloud seeding a type of weather modification that attempts to change the amount or type of uh, precipitation by dispersing chemicals such as uh, silver iodide, potassium iodide, and dry ice into the air. Okay. Stratospheric aerosol injection, weather modification, the act of altering or manipulating the weather. So they included that too. Just blanket. Yeah. Stratospheric mm-hmm. aerosol, aerosol injection, proposed method of solar radiation modification. Uh, I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but I think another name for stratospheric uh-huh. Uh-huh. aerosol injections is chemtrails. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. But they don't exist. No, of course. You just have to spell them out in a bill yeah. to prohibit them, <laughs> but they don't exist. Okay. Yeah, and uh, any person may report a suspected, it goes on and on, drones and aircraft. Maybe we'll get the blimp again. That came up in my memories. Was that a year ago, the blimp? Remember the blimp? Oh, the Japanese. Yeah, oh, the, they Chinese, knew it was a Chinese blimp. Chinese balloon. Before, you know, they, they didn't, they weren't up there, but they just knew it was yeah. Chinese. Anyway, I just wanted to, um, I just had to let you guys know about this bill because... <laughs> You know, why isn't every state doing this? Why is it just three? And you know what? It is very real. So people have got to stop saying it's not real. It's it's in our face. You look up. I mean, I don't know how else to... Oh, it drives me crazy. But, but let's remember, they can write bills uh-huh. like this all day long. Yeah. If they don't do anything to enforce them, they're meaningless. Right, right. Okay. Um... I, you know, I want to share this with you. This was something that I found kind of interesting, if you want. It's some kind of a departure from the politics today a little bit. But I was looking at something about Steve Jobs. There was a question. There was a question that I, I kind of really wanted to answer. And the question was, why didn't Apple or Microsoft absorb each other? I mean, usually, I mean, you're that competitive. You're you're right like this. Okay, so why 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 do they still you know kind of coexist why is that why were they maybe allowed to coexist was really kind of the question i was i was looking for and i want to share this with you because this is really interesting jobs and bill gates were both born in 1955 okay bill met paul allen in high school okay and Bill was several years younger than, than Paul Allen, even though he looked more like he was six or seven years younger than Paul Allen. Bill was 13 and Paul was 16. Those are kind of odd ages to be buddies, don't you think? Yep. Kind of strange. Okay. It looked like uh, Bill hadn't even hit puberty and it looked like Paul Allen had hit puberty when he was two. Yeah. So there was a huge difference, huge beard going on in high school. Okay. <laughs> big, big deal. Okay. Jobs <clears throat> met uh, Steve Wozniak, Woz. When he was 14, but Waz was four years older than Jobs. Waz was 18. He was 14, okay? And they lived in the same neighborhood. And they hung out. That's kind of weird, don't you think? I'm just Well, I didn't hang around with 14-year-olds when I, I was 18. I just thought it was strange, okay? And uh, the bio says they met after high school, but that's not true. The, the first guy that they hired um, actually said, oh, no, in his, in his bio, he said, I introduced him, and, and he was like 14, okay? Every picture of Bill and Paul Allen, Paul is at the computer working, and Bill is just sitting next to him. So <laughs> Allen's, the, you know, Allen's the one at the computer. Bill is like looking on. Every picture of Jobs and Waz, 
Same exact thing. Waz is at the computer and Jobs is just sitting next to him watching him work. Hmm. It was just kind of odd. At 15, Jobs made a call to the CEO of Hewlett Packard and got him on the phone somehow. I didn't know the CEO answers calls from teen, teeny boppers. Did you know that? Yeah, they do, apparently. News to me. And impressed him so much in this one phone call with a 15-year-old that he offered him a summer internship. Wow. You must have said something spectacular to get a summer internship. And um, I didn't know the answer incoming calls. Bill Gates formed a relationship in his teen years with the CEO of IBM. Don't you find that really really kind of weird? Because most CEOs like to talk to 19-year-olds, right? And uh, with no track record and agreed to do business with him. Now, he was on the board of of, uh, United and so was his mother, I believe, mother or father or both. Anyway, strange. I thought that was a little weird. They have these huge connections to the CEOs of these major companies, That could squash them like a bug. They don't have any experience or anything, but they both are doing business with them. That was weird. The bios described both Bill Gates and Steve Jobs as good at marketing, but neither actually had invented a computer or a system or built one or marketed anything. Isn't that odd? Yeah. I think that's weird. I think that's weird. And at such a young age, at 19, they hadn't even done anything yet. Bill went off to Harvard and Paul Allen being older. Okay, Paul Allen goes off to college, right? When Bill went off to Harvard, Paul Allen leaves his school and goes to Harvard to be close to Bill Gates. (laughs) Do you find that weird? I do. I think it's strange. Okay, Waz went off to college, but cut it short, went back to Mountain View, California, so he could be close to Steve Jobs, who had just graduated high school, so they could be closer. That was weird. Bill Gates stayed at Harvard, while Paul Allen went down to New Mexico and started Microsoft. Bill Gates goes off to Harvard. While he's at Harvard, a company is started in his name. Paul Allen, the inventor, okay, makes himself VP and makes the Harvard guy, Bill Gates, the CEO. Do you guys find that strange? Why would you make yourself the VP? Well, gosh darn it, you know what? Waz did the same thing. He started a company with Steve Jobs as the, as the CEO, made himself the VP, while Jobs was over in, I think it was India, Indonesia, India, um, going after like some religious things and doing LSD. And he was gone for two years. He lived at a commune. Both Steve Jobs and Bill Gates were off doing something else while companies were formed in their name. Hmm. And the, person, the, the persons that actually were doing the work made themselves VP, second banana. And they were older. <laughs> I just think it's kind of interesting. And I think it's kind of interesting because it kind of shows that they thought we were so stupid that no one would ever realize that they have almost the exact same story, really. Same circumstances, same playbook. You know, I, I never have been an Apple kind of guy, mm-hmm. but the history of Microsoft mm-hmm. is yeah. really interesting. I know. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.
This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com, hitting over 25 million. So grateful for my sponsors. Grateful for ActivateFIQ.com. Uh, they are fantastic, and uh, I really love their supplements because of the way they do them. And there are authentic companies, and then there's not. And I really love Activate FIQ. This is one you should take. Um, so if you have a drawer full of supplements, I'm telling you, Activate FIQ products are really, really great. And put in the code word Kate. You should be taking copper every day. Just Google Kate Daly Radio and copper, the word copper, and sh- the shows will pop up in uh, Google, and you can actually listen to those shows on how important it is to get that back in our diet and you take it with magnesium and it will really help you. So I mean, really help you because you've got to cleanse your body and copper cleanses. It also controls the fear mechanism in your brain. So when you get real fearful, there's a lot of fearful people. There's a reason they took it out of our food supply in the 1930s mm-hmm. and forties. There was a reason that they stopped giving the, the licks to the animals with, with copper. Salt they stopped. Yeah. They stopped mm-hmm. giving that. Um, I'm telling you, there's something truly about this that you need to pay attention to get copper back in your body so it can do its job and cleanse your body of all the foreign agents in there. And it will, too. If we all had the proper amount of copper, we wouldn't be so worried about all these shots and the effects, right, that they can do to us. Your body would just expel them. Um, ActivateFIQ.com. Code word is Kate. Okay, so I have to give you a few more. You want a few more? Sure. Okay, you ready? So both... Um, uh, so, uh, Bill Gates got a job at Honeywell right out of high school <laughs> at 18 years old, even though, he, you know, 18 year olds, have you ever seen an 18 year old that just was like, I'm going to go get a job at Honeywell or IBM or something. And, um, they get hired with zero experience. Okay. And then, uh, and then also, um, Steve jobs got a job at Atari and couldn't make anything, couldn't build anything. You know what he had to do? He had to give the projects that Atari gave him to, to Waz to do. And then he turned those in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, both companies, um, let's see here. Both companies started in 1975. So they were born in 55, started in 75, 20 years old. Okay. Um, no experience whatsoever. Both companies had older, more accomplished men with CIA backgrounds kind of fostering their growth. Jobs and Waz had the homebrew computer club that was at Stanford. A bunch of 40-year-old men that worked in intelligence that, you know, fostering ideas, things like that, you know. <laughs> and uh, Gates and Allen had teamed up with uh, Microsoft. So micro- so Gates and Allen had the Altair um, creator, the f- actual father of the home computer. The actual inventor was Ed Roberts, who had been in the military and CIA and intelligence. By the way, he quietly kind of went into farming after that, maybe to make Paul Allen be the star, because he could have crushed uh, he could have crushed Paul Allen and Bill Gates like a bug, okay? But he didn't. That was kind of strange, and um, so I thought I don't know, just thought that was kind of weird. And uh, some of the people that worked with uh, Steve Jobs just sort of quietly went into like teaching and just kind of left. It was just strange. Um, and, of course, uh, was Apple named not for the fruit, but rather the Garden of Eden? The intelligence acquired through eating the apple. Hmm. Was Windows named for um, getting a window into everyone's life, everyone's home? 
I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> and then also, um, both B Jobs and Gates were continuously praised for ability and talent at marketing. They were 20 years old, had absolutely zero experience. Waz's father was Lockheed Martin, CIA contractor. <laughs> Steve Jobs' biological father was in intelligence. His adopted dad said he was poor, but he wasn't. He lived in a whole community in Mountain View around engineers and uh, intelligence, um, all kinds of people w that worked in intelligence. That's the neighborhood they lived in. Bill Gates' father was a known deep state with ties to Planned Parenthood, United Way, Rockefeller, and Soros, and his mother was a big, huge banking exec. And uh, Paul Allen and Waz actually... Um, they actually helped with the inventions and stepped away to allow Gates and Jobs to lead the companies. Isn't that strange? Paul Allen walks away as second banana and, uh, same with Waz. Both walk away. Hmm. So that Steve Jobs and Bill Gates could be the stars. Interesting. Okay. Both companies have major backdoors installed into their products and give the government unfettered access to them. Why? Because both companies were started and funded by our government. With Jobs and Gates pushing the narrative that they are private companies run by guys who started their companies under humble beginnings. That's what we're told. Humble beginnings. Very, very humble, right? And in a garage. But I don't think that's true, actually. I don't. Just wanted to share <laughs> some of that with you. I thought it was so strange. And, and the reason I bring it up is not just strange, it's coordinated, manipulated, because no two stories like that could be that alike and, and have that many similarities, right? We're not stupid. But we, were, we, we just sort of always assume that the story we're told is true. And do we really look for the inconsistencies and the weirdness of these stories? How much more is manipulated? And then I think that answers the question as to why Apple didn't absorb Microsoft or Microsoft absorb Apple. They could have at different times. But were they allowed to create the competition so you thought there was a big competition so both were controlled by the government? Apple and Microsoft mm -hmm. had two opposing viewpoints on how to market computers. Mm-hmm. Microsoft went with open architecture, mm -hmm. and Apple kept theirs private, mm -hmm. secret. Mm -hmm. Of course, they didn't there were differences. Yeah. And I think that the goal there with, between these two companies mm -hmm. was to see which would proliferate the best mm. and go to more yeah. people and mm -hmm. become the control mechanism. Right. You're right. And there Microsoft won. Yeah. One more, uh, you're right, one more um, little weirdness is that here's a 20-year-old that owns a company, no track record, <laughs> nothing in computers, nothing, both of them, okay? They both got teams full of ex-NASA, <laughs> 40, 50-year-olds, okay, um, ex, uh, well, intelligence, military, all working for them right away. Huge teams, and their growth through the first year, so this was 1975, in 1976, both were just like 300 employees and we got all this going on. It was kind of amazing because if you're a 40-year-old ex-NASA, are you going to go work for a 20-year-old? Hmm. Hmm. And both funded. Although no one really can say how. <laughs> I guess we've answered my question. 
Yeah. Why didn't either one act like real competition and squash them like a bug? There were differences, yes. But why didn't one lead out? Why why the constant movies and everything else about about this? And though that homebrew club, the club later on was talked about in a book about Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland tied to the CIA a lot. Um it was written in a book about the fact that, yes, it was a club for intelligence to bat around ideas about how to make these computers work and capture data. And I'll just leave it right there. Mm. We'll be right back. And uh, the interview with Dr. Peter McCullough will be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. This will be on a podcast if you want to re-listen to this uh, later on today. katedalyradio.com. Thanks, you guys.